hugging you on the ground and, and somebody's going to get up and say a few words about you, what is it that they're going to say? What What is it that they're actually going to say about you? What is the story you want them to tell about you when you're gone? It's a pretty profound concept, but it should be one that drives you. And so it also... Uh, harkens to the notion that you want to begin with the end in mind, something that a, I think it was Dennis Waitley, a uh, big, successful motivational speaker, uh, coined that phrase many, many years ago, begin with the end in mind. And I think it's, I think it's a fabulous one. If it's not Dennis, please forgive me if it's somebody else. Um, <clears throat> but begin with the end in mind and, and have the confidence to be the author of your own story. My son, as some of you have have heard, was born prematurely, um, was uh, born at under a pound some 30 plus years ago. Uh, Today, under a pound is a pretty miraculous thing. Trust me, 30 years ago, that was a something that didn't happen. And so he was challenged from the day he was born. And we had a phrase that we put on his wall, and that phrase was exactly what I just mentioned, and that is to be the author of your own story. And I would say that he has done exactly that. Um, we have rejected a lot of things um, that, you know, maybe somebody who was born with the same challenges might have been willing to accept in him and, and you know, things like, uh, you know, help from the state, PCA, you know, all of that kind of stuff, group home stuff and all of that. And we have utterly rejected all of that stuff. He has rejected all of that stuff and he has become enormously successful. And I can tell you that at the age of, I think he's 34 years old now, he has already got a story that would be told about him when he's it's a good age. Yeah. 34. It is. It is a good age. <laughs> It's a better age than mine. <laughs> so, you know, which, which, by the way, I, I got to bring something up just on his behalf because we had we just laughed our rear ends off about it last last evening. So he's telling me about this company that has five hundred thousand employees and what a big impact they're going to have on on the the overall economy. And I said, I said, Aaron, that's really still a small percentage of the population. And he looks at me and he says, why do you always have to do that? <laughs> and I said, well, Aaron, it's, it's, it's simply a, a function on a financial calculator to determine what the percent total is. And so I immediately went to the population of the U.S., 332,000, 332,403,650 people as a percent total of 500,000 and determined that it was 0.002% of the population. (laughs) And I don't know how to not do that. I'm a financial guy and everything that happens, I think about it in that way. And, and so, He says to me, here it is, you waste too much time torturing stupid people trying to make them smart. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds on brand. (laughs) That's you waste too much time torturing stupid people, (laughs) which really we're talking about people who are just kind of lazy and not very inquisitive about things, trying to make them smart when they don't care. 
<laughs> so if I'm doing that to you, I apologize, but it is kind of what I do. So so I, I'm sorry about that. That was for you, Aaron. Anyway, you know, so when you're thinking about about creating your own story and believing in your own legend, the legend that you will create, the story that you will create, the legend that you will create about yourself, assume that no one believes that you can accomplish these big things. Um, assume that you're going to go out there and you're going to prove to them that they're wrong. Now, whether they believe, whether they think that or not, isn't the point. This is what this is what you think about yourself. That's the point. What do what what is it that's going to drive and motivate you? And I don't honestly care what it is, but whatever it is, it has to put a white hot desire in you to create that story and to have the courage and the confidence to believe in that legend, not a, not a hope, but an absolute expectation that you're going to create this thing. And if you do that, then the world changes. Um, and, you know, there's, there's too few people who have the courage to believe that. And so, you know, out of, out of fear and desperation that you might leave this earth and no one will even know that you were here or existed. I mean, is that, I don't know, is that not a fear that should drive people? What do you think about that, Evan? Well, I don't know. Um, oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> well, you know, you get into personal motivation and fear, and that's like a really, really deep and complicated question. What people want their legacy to be, what, like, ultimately they think, you know, like, is their driving force on the world? I think that's a very, very different uh, question for a lot of people. Some people just don't fear that. They don't have that kind of fear. Do you think maybe part of it is because they just haven't brought themselves to confront that question at all? I think certainly that's a part of it. It depends on, you know, age and, and family situation and all that stuff. I know a lot of people, I don't have any kids, but a lot of people talk about when they have kids, how it kind of changes their whole worldview over that first couple years where it's like all these things that, you know, like I didn't really care how old I lived and all that kind of stuff. And now I really do those sorts of things that definitely comes into those sorts of, of, of fears and contemplations of the future that, you know, they change and shift over time. I think you're right. I think it's a driving force. And, you know, uh, as you say that, I think back to the time where I became really serious about life and about succeeding. And it really wasn't about me. It was about taking care of a family and, and this enormous responsibility that I felt, which, which very honestly, had I had, had somebody given me the choice before that, if I would have wanted that, I would have said no. <laughs> In hindsight, best thing that ever happened to me, best thing that ever happened to me. Uh, my, my, Son, Aaron, says to me, because of all the challenges that you and mom went through, you wouldn't be where you are if it were not for me. And we laugh, but it's true. It's utterly true. Well, I mean, isn't that, that's got to be one of the more common uh, platitudes, and it's true, is it's, will you rise to meet the occasion? And it takes, you know, determination and dedication and all that stuff, but... Life is going to throw you a, a whole set of challenges. And if you're the kind of person that 
rises to meet those challenges, the more challenges and bigger challenges that you face, the more you're going to accomplish in life. Right. If you're not someone who rises to a big challenge but instead shrinks away from it, then it doesn't really matter what what size the challenge is. It is going to impact you in the other direction. It's There's going a, to be the obstacle. That that really is uh, 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 really poignant. You have to steer into the challenges. You have to turn into the challenges. You can't turn away from the challenges, which is one of the reasons so frequently I say don't shelter your children because by doing so, they don't become, they don't reach their potential, what they could otherwise be. Every person that I've met, at least, who I would point to as being very successful, and it doesn't necessarily mean financial, even though I'm a financial guy, it doesn't necessarily mean that. Uh, you, You immediately can conjure up, even without even knowing them, that there is a story there, that, that something drove that person to become what they what they accomplished. There's no question about it. And so and so to become a, a fully rounded and 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 uh, and growing human being, you have to steer into those challenges because they are just, as I love to say, they're blessings from God. Put your hands up in the air and say, thank you, Lord, uh, with this challenge. Let me show you what I'm going to do with this. And that's more about the legend that you're trying to create for yourself. And and not only that, to show others uh, others around you, not not so much that you're great or better than other people. But, you know, we all have to reach inside ourselves and say, what is it we're going to do to motivate ourselves? And it, it when when you go after something, I think the biggest challenge that people have is that they have misgivings about maybe not picking the right thing or the big thing or the things that they can believe they can accomplish. And I'm going to tell you that I have met with people where the world has imposed pressure upon them to the extent that they have just released themselves from their inhibitions and just said, it doesn't matter, go forward. And they go forward with everything they have without any reservations at all. And that is uh, that is an amazing and freeing thing when you just don't care. You just go as hard and as fast as you possibly can. And the momentum that is created when that takes place is beyond recognition. That's that's really what you're looking to accomplish. That's really what what your goal is. You want people around you to say, how in the world can one human being get so much done or accomplish so much in this period of time? That's it. And it's why so often you'll hear uh, folks say that it is better to make the wrong decision than no decision. Now, we could sit and analyze that for a long time, because if you really stop and think about that, you might question the legitimacy of that statement. On the other hand, if you sit and analyze that, you're doing the exact opposite of what it recommends. Exactly. (laughs) So good. So good. So here's what I think it speaks to. That when you make a wrong decision, you have you have 
engendered the, the courage to make a decision and be decisive at all. And when you're engaged in something, even if it's not the right decision, you have the courage to make another decision and shift and redirect that focus wherever it needs to be. But when you are incapable of making decisions and putting effort, you know, extraordinary effort towards something, then you're stymied, you're stuck in the mud, you're going nowhere. And that's why it's so important to begin with the end in mind. What is the story to be? What is it that you're going to accomplish in the end? And then go at it fast and hard. There are many, many stories about people who have done exactly this. And as we've already talked about, in almost every instance, it was as a result of of outside pressure. So sad that most of us uh, are not able to create our own pressure to do it. It 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 cracks me up and reminds me of a story of a gentleman I worked with thirty years ago, and this was more about the money management thing. And so, uh, a, a typical number that you hear is something in the range of three to six months of your necessary income. As a as an emergency fund, now you know. Look, if you make five grand a month in take home pay, that's fifteen thousand dollars. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. And back in the day, well, thirty years ago, I was working with a guy, and we had determined that he needed a little less than ten thousand dollars for his three months of emergency fund. Seemed like an astronomical uh, ask or number for him. And he sat there for a while, face turned red, a little perplexed and frustrated. And then he said, I got it. I know what I'm going to do. I'll go and get a loan for (laughs) $10,000. And and I'm sitting there going, wait, now this defeats the whole purpose. (laughs) And he said, no, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. Tell you what, I, I got it. I know that if I have a payment every month, that I will do whatever is necessary to make that payment, by goodness. If it means I'm going to have to do another part-time job, if I'm going to have to take overtime, if I have to go without, I don't care what it is. I've never missed a payment in my life, and I'll do whatever it takes to come up with that money. And uh, I said, okay, so, and then you'll have it right away, and you're willing to do those things. Yep. I said, so what you're saying is that if you don't have that bill each month, then you won't do the overtime or the part-time job or go without to pay yourself. Is that what you're saying? And he sits there for a few seconds and he says, yeah, I think that's right. <laughs> I mean, it sounds it's more funny. true. It's more true than anybody wants to admit. Oh, no, it's definitely very true. If you don't have something that's a challenge that's going to force you to rise up, it's very easy to be complacent, complacent. And I mean, like, uh, Todd, you, you often talk up your own achievements and <laughs> for good reason. But I think I think my impression is that the reason that you talk about this stuff so much is that. I mean, to some extent, that was true for you, too. For you, sure. had, you had to be challenged by your family situation to push past where you were to a whole nother level. It's a fact. It's a fact. And without that, without that outside pressure, I don't believe that I would have done the things that I did. Now, once you become accustomed to it and you understand the power of it, wow, now, now you realize that... By having these challenges, and even as I say, 
you know, orchestrating them themselves, whether they're real or, 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 you know, uh, imposed on yourself. They really do work, and and you learn that. But in the beginning, trying to talk somebody into doing that isn't easy. And the only thing you can really say is, let's just steer into them. Now, let's not look at them as the things that happen to you, woe is me, but rather as an opportunity to prove what you can do in the face of this challenge and adversity. That's how you have to approach these things. And when you do, wow. I mean, it it builds a tremendous self-esteem and confidence within yourself, and everybody needs to see success and to, to build that confidence. I mean, that's why I talk so frequently about doing things that are small just to just to illustrate or elucidate success within yourself so that you can become a true believer in yourself. That's so very important. And it's all about moving towards building that legend within yourself. It's all about that. Todd, are we taking breaks today? Yeah, we probably should, shall we? Yeah, I think it's time for the first one. (laughs) All right, we're going to take a break, and we will come back and talk about the courage to believe in your own legend. What is the story you want people to tell when you're gone? What is that legend? Whatever it is, how are you going to motivate yourself to do that? We'll be right back. Are you looking for a bank that supports entrepreneurs? If you're searching for a bank to grow with you and your business, I would like to welcome you to our village. I am Alicia Webb, President and Vice Chair of Village Bank. I am also a villager. Village Bank is an entrepreneur's bank, built by an entrepreneur for entrepreneurs. As a community bank, we are here to help businesses grow and make our community strong. If you want a bank that understands what it takes to build something special and puts relationships first, connect with us. Follow us on Facebook and LinkedIn or visit us online at villagebankonline.bank. Again, that's villagebankonline.bank. It takes a village to accomplish business goals. Be sure to tune in to cover your assets the last Saturday of every month in 2021 to fill your entrepreneurial cup of ambition and start your Saturday off right with your village, Village Bank. Fix Auto has been the collision repair leader in the Twin Cities for over 40 years. Hi, I'm Matt Feehan, second generation owner. Our mission at Fix Auto is to provide you with the simplest collision repair experience anywhere. If you're in an accident and you need help, my team is here and ready for you. You can find us on the web at fixautousa.com. That's fixautousa.com. We are Fix Auto, home of the wow experience. He can lift a bus straight over his head. He can fly around the world in seconds. And he has the power to regenerate entire limbs. Okay, so Jason Walgrave isn't actually a superhero. But once you visit his website to find out what he knows about real estate, you may start to think he's superhuman. That's because at JasonWalgrave.com, you'll find absolutely anything you need to know about real estate in the Twin Cities. Whether you're looking to buy or sell your home, check out JasonWalgrave.com, the number one place for all your real estate questions. Finding a good banker and CPA are like having a good doctor or mechanic. You cannot fully appreciate the value they represent until you're in a pinch and truly need them. However, that's not the time to go looking for one. Instead, you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome. CPA Arliss Cleveland of Arliss Cleveland LTD is the CPA firm you've been looking for. 
As many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arliss Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arliss Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building, located at 9298 Central Avenue North, Suite 412 Blaine, Minnesota. You can also find Arliss Cleveland LTD certified public accountants and consultants by going to accountingoffices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. That contact information again, accounting-offices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. I have trusted attorney Brian Aho for more than 10 years to work closely with me to resolve and eliminate debt for many of my personal and business clients. Aho Law Office is the go-to firm I choose because Brian has always been caring and compassionate with my clients, while tenaciously fighting to retain as much of their assets as possible while quickly eliminating their debt. Brian's extensive experience and knowledge of bankruptcy law and willingness to fight allow him to resolve challenges and cases that many attorneys won't. Don't let other attorneys learn on your dime. Rely on the experience of Aho Law Office to help you achieve relief from your creditors. Competent, compassionate legal advocates providing the clarity to protect tomorrow. For more information, call Brian and his staff at 612-271-4047 or email Brian directly at brian at office.com. Again, that number is 612-271-4047. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. presupposes you've got you've created a legend in your own mind i know that for some of you just the notion of doing that is scary you've never even done that you've never you know that that just oh too much huh too much well if you don't have it nobody else does let me just guarantee you that and if you don't have a desire to go out and accomplish and all human beings are born with a desire to accomplish whatever at whatever level that is because once you do it you become uh, just, uh, I guess, addicted to it. And that's really what you want because it is so satisfying and does build your your own self-esteem. But you have to have something to drive you towards that. And what is that? And what will you do? And, And so much of not moving forward has to do with the with the chains and reservations you have of success, failure, and what people, others will think, and all of that. And I'm telling you that you've got to get rid of that. You've just got to get rid of that, unless you can find a way to use that to motivate you. So whatever it is, forward, and the way you measure yourself has to be with extraordinary effort. I mean, overwhelming, extraordinary, warped effort and impact. It has to be. And whenever you get around somebody that says, boy, you really work too hard, and boy, you really need to slow down, and why why is this such a big deal? Why can't you just be happy? Let me just tell you, when somebody says that to me, it infuriates me. Uh, I, I am frustrated even by those statements. I don't want to slow down. 
I, I don't work too hard. I enjoy this to no end. What are you talking about? And realistically, more often than not, what you're dealing with is somebody who knows that this thing that you're doing is making them feel uncomfortable with their own personal station in life because the reality is they're, you're like them. They have some commonalities with you, and as a result, you're making everybody look bad. Slow down. Relax. Money's not important. It's all about health. Whatever. What is that all about? Be okay with being a little warped. Yes, I understand you need balance. And yes, I understand you you, you only live once. You got to enjoy it with the people you love. I, I get all that. But this notion that that you you really shouldn't work too hard. I mean, you know, I, I've said this before. The, 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 the book, The 4-Hour Workweek, drives me nuts. Um, I don't understand that. Um, uh, you know, so all I'm trying to do is to do the work that I do in less time so that I can have more lifestyle. And, you know, the reality is for most employees, when you boil it down, yeah, they get paid for 40 hours a week, but they're only spending, I don't know what, what it's, what is it, Evan, like a half an hour a day or an hour a day that's actually engaged in real productivity in their jobs. It's, it's, it's depressing. I mean, that's, uh, there's, there's the other side to this too, which is uh, employers have found, I mean, like Microsoft did a big study on this. We're going to a four-day work week where yep. they just did four tens as yep. opposed to yep. five eights was a significant increase in productivity. Yep. Um, I, I think it takes a while for people to get the ball rolling yeah. in the day. Yeah. So I I don't know. There's there's a lot of sides to this coin. Here's I I have a, I have a question to turn it around on you a little bit here, Todd. What do you do for hobbies? What do you do to relax aside from work? You work real hard. I know you really like to lift weights. Yep. We've talked about that. In Shoot the past. guns. Shoot guns. Do you have any do you have any hobbies that people would call relaxing? Yeah. Landscaping. <laughs> there you go. No, that's that is absolutely something. I like I like physical labor. Yeah. That is so relaxing to me as compared with the work that I do. Yeah. You know, um for for a lot of us folks who are involved in uh Oh, well, you know, I've got a friend, Nikolai Spock. He's a great guy. Um, uh, uh, he's Ukrainian, uh, Russian a- immigrant, and very, very hard worker. He worked for a company years ago called Ameriserve, and he used to unload trucks. He drove truck, and he unloaded trucks. And let me tell you what, this guy was in shape. Uh, you know, had a had a uh, had a handshake like you know, like grandfather, like my grandfather. Put her in the vice, you know, just amazing guy. So then they put him because he was so good. They put him to work running one of their hubs for you know, I don't know what thirty trucks or something. And you know what he said to me? He said when he comes home at the end of the day, being engaged in the office, not hauling trucks and unloading with a with a two-wheeler all day running like a maniac and working physically very hard he said the office work was far more exhausting to him yeah than the physical work that he was doing previously and he 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 would have never believed that until he did it so for those of us who are engaged in that type of work Actually, doing any type of physical work is really enjoyable and quite a release, I think. And so at least it is for me. So those are the things that I enjoy doing. So the reason I bring that up is because I think that there's a subset of people out there that 
for them, what they envision is they, they don't enjoy the physical labor. They don't enjoy the mental labor. What they want to do is just exist. <laughs> And and I mean, this like, show is not for them. I agree, <laughs> and that I think it's a perfectly fine way to exist. But those are the people that probably listen to this show and roll their eyes and go, "Here Todd goes again." Yeah, no, there's no and, doubt. And that's it's absolutely fine if you're someone you know, like so. Fishing isn't really my thing, and uh, you know, I I separate it out. Fishing is also kind of partying. Uh-huh. But if you're the kind of person that really likes to just paddle out onto the lake. And just sit there and kind of watch the bobber in the lake. Oh. You, you and I do not understand each other because I find that incredibly boring. But it is a legitimate hobby that a lot of people have. You know that that's a thing that people go and do. And obviously, we're in Minnesota, right? Which is the, the home of Lake Country. Yeah. So it's absolutely a viable thing if that's who you are. And not every program is made for everyone. But, yeah. But if you're the kind of person that says. You know, I would like to work less at my job so I can do more, do more of these other things that I like to do. And they aren't the sort of thing where you just kind of, I, I want to I wanna work less so I can watch more TV. That's not do more, that's do less. But I, I want to I work less at my job so that I can build a house with my own two hands or something. That's a do more. Oh, yeah. Hey. Hey, that's, I mean, there's an accomplishment. I mean, exactly. You know, there's and an accomplishment. Those are the sorts of things that go in your legend, not, yeah, no. not he really liked fishing. <laughs> well, right. You know, you're, you're, you're right. And, 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 you know, my, my brother goes to the boundary waters every year. And I understand that um, because really I think that's, tra- that's kind of getting away. The idea is you're recharging yourself to come back at things, you know, hard again when you return. So I don't have any problem with people doing that, but the idea that you're going to retire and do that as a career, <laughs> I don't think so. I I can't imagine. It, it's it's it, it's like my analogy: treading water going nowhere. Uh, I, I I can't buy into that. And for those of you who who desire that, uh, 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 now. If someone wants to travel the world and they have designs on that, I don't fault anybody for that. I, I think that that's fine. But I, I do believe that, that human beings, at least in my experience, need to to progress and need to have measurable improvement. And those of you who are putting your kids in sports, don't you know that you're creating that within those kids? Now, whether or not they're a part of a winning team or not, and and if they are, then you really then they really are getting exposed to this because they're developing an expectation of success. There's no question about that. But for the kids who are striving, you know, every day we lost yesterday, but we're out on the field today, and the goal is to overcome what we did yesterday. And if we did win yesterday, then the goal is to do even better today than we did the day before. That is something that I believe once you build that within a person, it's pretty hard to get away from. And it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. But again, back to the point. What is what is the legend? What is the story? What is it that you want to create in yourself? Um, I want a story to be told. In every instance, I have looked upon things as I want to be able to say I did this when when I'm done, and and that may not be for a long, long time. <laughs> when I'm done, uh, I am hopeful that I will have some things that that uh, my kids and future generations can say, Grandpa did these things. 
Um, and I hope that they have those same desires. And if you have those desires, then you have to develop the belief and confidence within within that that dream that you have and believe in that legend that you're trying to create. We're going to take another break here and come back and talk about how to create this and maybe give you a little more concrete things that you can do to make this uh, accomplishable for you. We'll be right back. Hey, are you considering something exceptional to set your home apart and highlight its curb appeal? How about the rich look of custom copper gutters? Copper gutters are not only beautiful, they also offer timeless durability. William Foss with Gutter Solutions installed my beautiful copper gutters. I get compliments every day. If you're looking for extraordinary craftsmanship and would like to consider something truly special, call him at 612-834-0664 or go to their website, SeamlessSolutionsMN.com. Ask for Billy. Hi, I'm Kimberly Nibo with the Kimberly Nibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price. That is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40% while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763-571-6111 or email me at kim at kimnibo.com. Hi, this is Troy Danner of Danner's Cabinet Shop. My family has been building custom cabinets and countertops for homes in Minnesota for over 50 years. We still make the cabinets the way my grandpa did when he founded our company. My team of skilled craftsmen pride themselves on attention to detail and making sure every element of your project goes perfectly. Give me a call at 763-753-4002 or visit us online at dannerscabinets.com. Mike Overson here of Minnesota Home Talk. With today's housing market, buying a house is a competition. To win in a multiple offer situation, you have to work with a local lender who has the reputation of being 100% reliable. Come to the winning team. Get pre-approved for your loan by one of the top lenders in the nation, the Mike Overson Mortgage Team at Luminate Home Loans. We will help you win. Call me at 612 202 8321. That's Mike Overson at 612-202-8321 or go to applywithmike.com. Todd Rooker here to tell you about the most amazing jewelry store, Golden Treasures on 805 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. I've known the owner, Todd Gimble, for almost 20 years now, and at Golden Treasures, not only do you get more for less, it's the experience that you and your special person will feel when you walk in the door. Todd truly puts his heart and soul into creating your experience, regardless of how much money you spend. This is Todd's customer for life philosophy. Take it from me, there really is no other jewelry store. You can't go wrong with Golden Treasures in St. Paul. 651-227-2711. That's 651-227-2711. Finding a good banker and CPA are like having a good doctor or mechanic. You cannot fully appreciate the value they represent until you're in a pinch and truly need them. However, that's not the time to go looking for one. Instead, you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome. CPA Arliss Cleveland of Arliss Cleveland LTD is the CPA firm you've been looking for. As many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arliss Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arliss Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building, located at 9298 Central Avenue North, Suite 412 Blaine, Minnesota. You can also find Arliss Cleveland LTD certified public accountants and consultants by going to accountingoffices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. That contact information again, accounting-offices.net 
or by simply calling 763-786-0639. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back. So, some concrete things that we can do to accomplish these objectives. And I, I'm going to make some points again because I think that they're they're worth making. Um, and the the point about, you know, uh, believing in your own legend, creating, you know, beginning with the end in mind, what do you want people to say about you when you're gone? And the, the, the point at all of that is that when you say you're going to do something, um, take yourself and the things you say very seriously. Always remember that the most important voice in your mind is your own. So when you say things aloud, your own mind, your own brain interprets that voice as the most important one it hears. And so what you say to yourself is absolutely crucial. And the fact that you take the things you say to yourself very seriously is a major component. Uh, The notion that you're afraid to fail and look stupid in front of other people. That's not a bad thing. Bear in mind, nobody wants to fail. Uh, But you can't let failure stop you. If, God forbid, it should happen, you simply change directions and keep going. You don't stop. So that notion of being afraid that you'll die and no one even knew you were here or you never did anything of significance. I mean, Evan brought up that point earlier. And look... It, it is it is the real the real thing. This show is not for those people. And all I would say to that is my goal would be to try to motivate those people to think differently. Because if you have nothing to accomplish, if you're if you're not striving, if all you want to do is just have more time to do nothing, yeah, I got nothing for you. Um, I, I I can't I can't work with that. Um, <clears throat> the goals that you have for yourself and that legend that you're creating need to be much, much bigger than you're probably prepared for. They need to be bigger. In hindsight, you're always going to look back and say, why didn't I make those goals bigger? And if I had, I would have adjusted to that and I would have accomplished so much more. There is no question that that is a big challenge for all of us, that we're held back by those inhibitions of of failure and consideration for what other people will think and all of that kind of stuff. Got to let that loose or you got to use it, one or the other. Um, But you you have got to create big goals. But then in saying that, you've got to look at, break it down into small things that are bite-sized and then stop worrying about how you're going to accomplish the big things. You just go at the things today as hard and as fast as you possibly can. If you are in some type of business or sales, or even if you're just a person who does a menial task, remember that your goal is to do way more than what you think you should. That's always the goal. The goal is to just seem like, you know, I I make this joke, like thunder from the heavens. It's this boom, and everybody around you goes, oh, my gosh. And that's what you continue doing, and you you only build on that as you go. So take yourself very seriously. Have big goals. Don't be afraid of overwhelming success. Do not expect anyone around you to encourage you once you reach a certain level. 
Once you attain a certain level of success, frankly, everybody around you is going to want you to slow down. They're going to want you to, you know, smell smell the 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 the, the flowers and whatever. Um, you have to reject that. You have to know they're going to say it. You smile and nod, and you just keep moving on. Because your goal is to accomplish these big things, to create a legend. It's a big goal. It's a big legend. And today, you've got a lot of things to do. And when you wake up in the morning, you have a mission in mind, a mission of the things that you need to create to complete before the day is out. And you're going to die trying to get it done. That desperation, that desire, that white hot desire, that's what allows you to create this incredible legend. Have you ever heard people talking about someone else with reverence? You know, like, wow, do you know that this person blah, 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 blah. Don't you want that for yourself? Don't you want that type of of legend for yourself? And whatever it is that you do, um, whatever it is that you're engaged in, whatever those goals are, whatever those desires are, whatever that legend is for you, don't you want that? Uh, and and if and if you have children, don't you want that for them too? Uh, and I uh, I want to I want to do a small thing on this because I I think some people are going to hear what you're saying and they're going to think Todd Todd thinks that I should aim to become famous, uh-uh. and that's not it at all. Uh-uh. Uh, there are plenty of very, very successful people that run in very relatively limited social and professional spaces. You know, there are lots of people who are behind the scenes, so to speak. And I, when I say this, I'm thinking of, like, uh, the people who actually run the show in politics, for instance. It's not just the politicians. There's also, you know, chiefs of staff and so on that outside of, like, the West Wing or whatever, you, no one's going to know these people's names aside from other people in in those communities and the people who are really really effective in that role and and grow their candidate or whatever effective i like that word yeah effective and impactful they're going to be legends in that in that very very narrow group of people but they're still leaving a legacy for you know for for political scholars and other people who go into the same sorts of fields and so on. And you see that in academia and business. It is not about becoming becoming Elon Musk or something. It is Be the not, ruler of your own domain. Right, exactly. It is, it is completely acceptable and fine to choose a goal that is not necessarily that of, I want everybody to see my face on the cover of my book or, or you know, anything like that. It is just about figuring out what the impact in your world should be. And if you if you want to have an impact in your world, you've got to set out and do it. Well, you know, I just I just think that when you talk about this stuff it's easy to get No, I agree with you. And, and I think people are and and you know me well enough to understand what I'm saying, but yes. not everybody does. And yeah. I and I I appreciate that you that you bring that up because you're right. Um it if whatever it is that you're engaged in, whatever it is that you do, whatever your dreams are, Envision someone who is extraordinary at it and then become. Take on those actions. It doesn't matter if in the beginning it feels like you're acting about something that you're not. You know, this whole notion of I've got to be authentic. Well, if you're authentically a slug, lazy, and have no ambition, I don't know that I want to be authentic. (laughs) Um, Well, I mean, the classic phrase is (laughs) fake it till you make it, right? Right. 
And, yeah. and it's a real thing. Oh, absolutely. Know? And if you do that, I, you I've done it. Yeah. I, absolutely. I will stand here and attest to the fact that I routinely will present myself as more successful than I actually am in the, in the moment because that's what I'm aiming for. And the only way to get what you're aiming for is to be it. No question. No question. And that's why modeling and mentorship is so vitally important. Though Mentorship, I say this regularly, the most powerful force on earth. It is mentorship. If you, if you have attained any level of success, being a mentor to someone else is invaluable to the world itself. It is invaluable to the world itself. Uh, it's a sad portrayal that 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 some major catastrophic thing uh, might happen, and all of the things that that the humanity has accomplished would be lost because no one will be around to teach the next generation how to do it. Um, when 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 someone talks to a person who has already done it, now that's being authentic. That is. You know, you can stand up and be a, be an instructor and a teacher, and that's great. But if you've never done it, there's always a degree of skepticism for those that you're talking to. When you can actually say, I've done this myself, and you can show that you've done it yourself, it is huge because people have a level of belief that they can, too, because they're talking to somebody who's a real human being, who's done it as well, and it changes everything. So if you don't have someone like that, find them. Find someone like that. And here's the really amazing part. Well, I don't know. They don't have time for me. I mean, they're really busy. They're really successful. You would be shocked to know how much folks who have attained a level of success have a desire to help other people accomplish. Just people just like you. They they revel in it. I know I do. I mean, maybe it's because I've I, I've reached a certain adjusted age, <laughs> but I absolutely enjoy the success of my clients. You know, and and that also speaks to a point, which is about action. Talking about things in action are two completely different different you know things. Measure yourself with extraordinary effort and impact. Effort develops impact, but impact is really the measure. Um, I have a, a client of mine, I'll just use her first name, Jenna. She is a wonderful young lady, and I have been talking with her since I think the first part of the year about about owning things. You hear me talk about that a lot, owning physical assets and not just not just making a lot of money. She makes a lot of money. She's very successful in her career. But does she own stuff? Well, you know, uh, last week she came down with COVID. And I w- went and brought her some some medication, and uh, just because I was worried about her, she is such a wonderful young lady. And when she came to the door, I mean, it, she she didn't she look she didn't look good. Um, I gave her the medication. The next day, she said she was feeling fabulous, and the day after that, she called me to tell me that she had purchased a four unit property. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, action, action. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So proud of this lady. I, I, I think I'm, I'm prouder of her than I would if I did it myself. Just absolutely outstanding. Are we out of time, Evan? No, no. It's just we've <laughs> we got, got another our, break. Our final break. All right. All right. We're going to take another break. 
and maybe be able to add a few nuggets before the top of the hour as to how you can create your own legend and come to believe in that legend. We'll be right back. Hello, I'd like to talk with you about financial coaching. Traditional financial planners help you make decisions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds with money you already have. That's great, but who helps you accumulate more money in the first place? Who helps you make day-by-day life decisions? Who isn't trying to sell you something? Like, should I go back to school? Am I wasting money on insurance? How to purchase and finance a car, boat, home, lake cabin, or investment property? How to start manage and sell a business. It's about making minor errors that become colossal mistakes and cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. The problem is that you're so busy pursuing your career that you're forced to make critical financial decisions that have a dramatic long-term effect on your finances without adequate research or information. Rooker Financial Coaching is like having a personal CFO for every decision. Don't waste time lamenting the bad decisions of the past or money that's run through your fingertips. Stop procrastinating. Call Rooker Financial Coaching, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559. 3800. Call me today, Todd Rooker, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. I have trusted attorney Brian Aho for more than 10 years to work closely with me to resolve and eliminate debt for many of my personal and business clients. Aho Law Office is the go-to firm I choose because Brian has always been caring and compassionate with my clients while tenaciously fighting to retain as much of their assets as possible while quickly eliminating their debt. Brian's extensive experience and knowledge of bankruptcy law and willingness to fight allow him to resolve challenges and cases that many attorneys won't. Don't let other attorneys learn on your dime. Rely on the experience of Aho Law Office to help you achieve relief from your creditors. Competent, compassionate legal advocates providing the clarity to protect tomorrow. For more information, call Brian and his staff at 612-271-4047 or email Brian directly at brian at office.com. Again, that number is 612-271-4047. Todd Rooker here to tell you about the most amazing jewelry store, Golden Treasures on 805 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. I've known the owner, Todd Gimble, for almost 20 years now, and at Golden Treasures, not only do you get more for less, it's the experience that you and your special person will feel when you walk in the door. Todd truly puts his heart and soul into creating your experience with regardless of how much money you spend. This is Todd's customer for life philosophy. Take it from me, there really is no other jewelry store. You can't go wrong with Golden Treasures in St. Paul. 651-227-2711. That's 651-227-2711. Fix Auto has been the collision repair leader in the Twin Cities for over 40 years. Hi, I'm Matt Feehan, second generation owner. Our mission at Fix Auto is to provide you with the simplest collision repair experience anywhere. If you're in an accident and you need help, my team is here and ready for you. You can find us on the web at fixautousa.com. That's fixautousa.com. We are Fix Auto, home of the WOW experience. Hi, I'm Kimberly Nibo with the Kimberly Nibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price. That is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40% while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763-571-6111 or email me at Kim at KimNibo.com. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back, everybody. So, I mean, the, uh, the point in all of this 
is that you have to figure out what motivates you. Um, what are the things that you, that that you use or that you will use? So a lot of times I'm I'm doing interviews with folks on the show, and I'm always so much you know that folks who come on the show almost without exception are engaged in some occupation, profession, or business, and you know they they this is you know marketing for them and they want to promote themselves, and that's that's great. I don't have any problem with that at all. Um, I want people who are integrous uh, or, uh, you know, uh, ex- express integrity in their work and honest and reliable and all that stuff, certainly. And it isn't not important, so I'm not trying to minimize it. But what I'm generally trying to get at when I interview these people is what are the things in their lives that caused them, drove them to become successful? Because I'm going to tell you that if I have somebody on, they're already pretty successful. Um, they're, they're, I, I don't, you've not heard me have young people on here who are just starting out in a, in a business. Well, I mean, nah, I've had young people on here, but I've had, you know, like I've, I've got a gentleman right now who's a client. He's 30 years old. That's young. That's young. That's younger than my kids a lot. You've definitely had young people on yeah. before. But oftentimes they're outrageously successful for where they are in life. Exactly, exactly. This young man, even during COVID, his his little company did four and a half million dollars in sales, and we have built out a plan and continue to build out a plan to do eight million in twenty twenty two. He's thirty years old, guys. Thirty years old. So uh, I I I am always always intrigued by what made them have the desire, the confidence, the courage to get from where they were to where they are now in such a short or long period of time? What were those things? What was the catalyst? Where did they come from? You know, because in all honesty, uh, at the break, um, Evan and I were talking about the vast majority of people. We, I'm well aware. We are well aware. 90% of the population doesn't think anything like we're talking about here. I am abundantly clear on that. But we're not talking to those people. And if you are one of those folks, then my goal, as I said earlier, is to motivate you to become more. Oh, man, we're out of time. It happens every it week, happens, Todd. It happens. Listen, have a great week, everybody. Believe in your own legend. You can do it. Big goals. Make it happen. Drive. Make it happen. Accomplishment. Have a great week, everybody. Bye-bye. I'd like to talk with you about financial coaching. Traditional financial planners help you make decisions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds with money you already have. That's great, but who helps you accumulate more money in the first place? Who helps you make day-by-day life decisions? Who isn't trying to sell you something? Like, should I go back to school? Am I wasting money on insurance? How to purchase and finance a car, boat, home, lake cabin, or investment property? How to start, manage, and sell a business? It's about making minor errors that become colossal mistakes and cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. The problem is that you're so busy pursuing your career that you're 
forced to make critical financial decisions that have a dramatic long-term effect on your finances without adequate research or information. Rooker Financial Coaching is like having a personal CFO for every decision. Don't waste time lamenting the bad decisions of the past or money that's run through your fingertips. Stop procrastinating. Call Rooker Financial Coaching, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Call me today, Todd Rooker, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. This has been a paid program. The views expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of Score North, KSTP AM 1500.